listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we're talking about healing on different dimensions. So... (laughs) We are holistic beings. We know that, you know, mind, body, spirit, whatever, however you categorize it for yourself. Sometimes people throw heart in there as like its own thing. Um, And yet we also are Mm multidimensional. So we have all of these different dimensions. And this is something that, you know, we've talked about outside of the podcast a lot, especially because we've done our own work, we've had our own experiences. And then, I mean, like, that's just like the land that I've played in since I ever became a body worker and stuff, you know, it's Mm -hmm. back in 2000. So it's been a couple decades. (laughs) And I love playing on all of the other dimensions. And it's really interesting, you know, and what's making it really come up right now is the fact that somebody who's not quote-unquote, into this stuff can still have that type of an experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Crystal and I were talking the other day because, um, so in the work I do um, in the myofascial release world, you know, my teacher, John Barnes, he's even says this, you know, if you need to know or have a resolution to this issue, it'll come to you in a dream, in a passing thought, in a daydream. So I knew that somewhere in my mind, but I had someone come in and we had done some body work, um, shot a really powerful session and felt different things coming up. Um, and then when she returned the next time, she was basically telling me how she had a dream about a conflict she had had like a decade ago with somebody and how in the dream it came to a resolution Yeah. and how now in present day, she felt so much better about it. So it's so interesting, right? Like we, it just so we don't really have to go back and have the conversation or reopen the wound or refill the pain, it can resolve in a different dimension, in a different state of being, and you're still healed. And it was just so beautiful and amazing because Crystal said this isn't someone who necessarily is like has a pocket full of crystals and right. is doing, um, you know, meditations every day or whatnot. This is just anybody and that's what I love so much about this work and this world and just being a part of it is that it's just, it's so universal, right? It doesn't fit into one mold. You don't have to be a certain way. You don't have to look a certain way or dress a certain way or have a certain belief system to just be affected by just the energy of the world and just the truth of what is. Yes. And I love it so much, and that's why it never gets old. And I love my job and what I do mm-hmm. and where I'm at in life, and it makes me just so happy to experience all of it. Well, and I think that's so neat, like utilizing and bringing up just like the dream realm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, this is not going to still be Pisces season when we <laughs> release right. this, but right now but it is. that's what I said. I was like, well, we're in Pisces <laughs> yeah. season. So yeah. everyone's dreams have just been very like prophetic or intense. I know I've had some crazy dreams too. So, Oh yeah. Same. And I've, I've been a dreamer. So like, yes, that, that can apply to just anybody, anybody Mm -hmm. dreams, you know, whether like you're saying with 
John Barnes and daydreams or inspirations or those glimpses of ahas or anything like that. Like this is common. <laughs> it's commonplace and it's right. still magical and it's still powerful and profound. And, and I love that. I love getting into like the dream realm and doing work there. There's been, so for those who do want to take that on as like a practice, there have been times I've set the intention before I go to bed of what I want to dream about. And the next day I wake up and I write out my dreams and they, when I was in that phase, they were all prophetic. Wow. You know, I would go back at the end of the day and it was there. Like something that happened that day was in my dream in symbolism often, but sometimes straight up just like prophecy. And, (laughs) you know, and it was really cool. And then there were other times where I did that really just for guidance. So like whatever guidance thing I wanted to dream about. And then I would write it down and then I could interpret it later you know, and pull out the symbolism and really see what gifts were there to help me heal whatever that was that I was requesting. And then similar to that person, I've had conflicts where I've had dreams of people asking for forgiveness, or I've had dreams of confronting somebody about something that happened that I didn't confront them in real life. And it brought it all to that resolution within like my psyche and my energy and on that dimension. And it is so So powerful. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yes. So do you ever use any like herbs or any or crystals or anything to support it? Because I've always been taught and heard it from many different um, people like using mugwort, like a mugwort under your pillow can make your dreams more prophetic or vibrant or wild. Now I would say use that with caution yeah, <laughs> because sometimes right. it can get really intense right. depending where you're at but that's something have you ever heard of that or did you ever yeah. use that I've only used mugwort either like it's kind of weird to say topically because it's still smoke but like for moxibustion oh, sure. and then I've used it um in like a, a smudge ritual type of a sense and I have done that before going to sleep, but I've never slept with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Crystals, on the other hand, I have used in different ways. I've used selenite a lot, which again, if it's not polished or anything, it's very flaky and sharp. So you've got to be careful if you're sleeping with that under your pillow or something. (laughs) Um, But you could also just like put by the nightstand. Um, And then I've used different ones for different things like rose quartz and stuff. And again, Yeah, you know, for any doubters, it's just like, okay, whatever. But for people who have tuned into some of that, it's like, if you're using too much rose quartz, you might attract a lot of attention you didn't want. Or, you know, so all Mm -hmm. of it, whether it's herbs or crystals or anything, proceed with caution and do your research. Right. Build a a relationship (laughs) with them and see what comes up for you and start to get to know it. Yeah. 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 So in another realm of healing, which I think is cool that Crystal does, she has worked with my daughter um, and has done some work kind of accessing her. I don't know how you would describe it when she's sleeping, but it was really cool to see the changes in her and what came up. And, um, it was just really cool and helpful. And you can share a little bit about like that experience. Cause I think it'd be cool for people to hear about this other emotional clearing healing. Um, but also just, I am such a person of bringing all the things together. So I love that 
I'm able to use all of these like metaphysical tools, but then also some of the more concrete things like traditional therapy or different things like that and how it can all come together. I guess that's kind of how I'm starting to see myself fit into this world is like I'm an in-between person and like people like that. They're like, oh, "Oh, that's cool because you do this, but then you do this and like you can bridge the gap. And a lot of people are curious about that gap. Yeah. There's a little like uncertainty because the other metaphysical world seems a little scary and out there for people. So I'm like a bridge. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And just while you were talking, I was having deja vu. So that's fun and awesome (laughs) because it's like, yeah, we've done this before. This is totally right and aligned. Um, So I love that. I love being that bridge as well because it's interesting, even though I'm so woo, like people don't always know that. And so they just talk to me like I'm a normal person and and then discover (laughs) this stuff. And so how many people I have like gotten to plant seeds for astrology and numerology and herbs and all of that stuff has been so much fun. And so I super resonate with that too. Mm -hmm. And what I loved about when you're talking about your daughter is um, in that particular situation, one of the things that happened is opening the door for other work that you already had the tools for. Mm -hmm. And that was freaking awesome. So what it is, is I basically call up a person's energetic being. So, you know, it can be different layers of it to wait. The way I look at it is almost like a hologram. So like their being is here in front of me. I get to tune into it. I get to talk to it. I get to see what's imbalanced and or what's needing a little bit of harmonizing, whatever that is. Sometimes it goes through the chakras. Sometimes it goes through the organs. Sometimes it just goes through statements and emotions and that type of stuff. It is different and unique for every single person. Sometimes it's literally just like moving energy. There are times when it's, almost like I'm giving somebody an energetic massage. (laughs) You know, I've had somebody's hologram in front of me and I'm like, oh gosh, but your calves just, (laughs) they just need me to massage them, you know? (laughs) And it's so much fun for me. It's definitely a land I love playing in. Um, And with her, something that happened, it was bringing X, Y, and Z to completion So that then the next day you are able, it opened that door. And so that's another thing Mm -hmm. I love giving clients is here's some follow up, you know, here's ways you can support that and or explore this, this and this, you know, like Mm -hmm. as options or what do you know in this way? Because that's what's going to support, you know, and I do work with a lot of kids and parents and they're just so quick (laughs) like when you're on that energetic plane Mm -hmm. the way they harmonize and move through stuff is so quick I can do certain sessions in like 15 minutes you know and and then they're tapped out and that's the thing too is it's like there's no going over like I couldn't sit here and be like that took 90 minutes (laughs) unless it really took 90 minutes because once a person's energetic field is tapped out you just can't do any more. 
you can't like you cannot yeah. force it and it's just whatever. yeah no I get that because I feel that way in the work I do sometimes too it's like mm-hmm. how do I know to move on to the next place I just know like mm-hmm. we're done here you know right so yeah it's it's so interesting and and even like I love the idea how you talk about like the holographic body because John talks about that and the teachings and I feel I notice it myself more and more like sometimes um, when I'm really tuned in with a patient I can just I can feel their holding pattern almost like a hologram Mm -hmm. how it's like holding them off the table almost it's super interesting um so just kind of being able to work with people to just a lot of times I'm just like feel your holding pattern feel that feel your energetic body and just it's so cool and it's so cool to feel when it releases and oftentimes for me and for the patient it's like comes as a big sigh yeah which I think we all experience throughout the during the day and so I I notice myself more like allowing myself to have a loud sigh because it just feels really good it doesn't mean that I'm like stressed or like at work I'm just like it just feels good it's like um I don't know it's just like an energy movement but yeah I definitely I mean, I've had moments too where I, I don't do a ton of off the body, um, just probably because I feel like most people's expectations of a myofascial treatment are like, um, contact with the body and, and they want that. But as I build up trust with people, I've had times where I am like, you know, five feet off of them and like almost like unwinding their, their energetic body. And it's so cool. And the patient always is like, it's always a positive experience for them. They never are like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, right. Which, um, which is like me trusting it and them too. And it's like, it's crazy how sometimes I can feel my arms just being like super far away. Like I can't even reach any further. I'm just like, Whoa, right. how, like, okay, uh, how much further here? But it's the same thing. I can't force it back. Like I have right. to wait. I just like, that's my job is to just be with them and just wait for their energetic body to get be called back to them. Cause I think with trauma, like a lot of times we're just like living outside of our body. Yeah. And so that's why we're just have chronic pain or just feel stressed or at least all these like uncomfortable physical sensations because we're our holograms like chilling, right. <laughs> you know, out of our body, um, which is fine that that happens, but it's just being able to, to call it back in. Right. It just feels better. It just feels better to feel whole and complete and connected. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with disassociating or doing anything like that. Right. It's it just, helps us survive. Right. It's just, it feels better to come back to in. To come back. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where Kristen and I both feel like as practitioners, we really try to empower our clients and patients that you know how to do this. Let's facilitate this in you of how you can like continue to have these practices and I just my favorite is for people to feel empowered with their own healing I mean there's like no better feeling for that than me (laughs) I'm like I so I tell people I hope you feel really empowered like you did this like I'm just here to help because we all need support but you did this you decided to show up you decided to go inside you decided to feel and be brave enough to do that. Or even like when they're setting up their home steaming, vaginal steaming practice, I'm like, I hope you feel super empowered and you feel the nourishment of these herbs and you're like doing this ritual for yourself and you don't need an outside person. Right. 
you're doing it. And I love that. (laughs) And it's just like, it feels so good. And that's why I love sharing that with people because it's just such a form of like self-empowerment and, um, gosh, it's just stuff we should know and we can share with each other and, um, just keep sharing it. Like I know, like I'm always just like, tell your friends, teach people how to do like, you right. don't need me. I am not the gatekeeper of right. <laughs> mouthwash release or vaginal steaming. Like I am just going to shout it from the rooftops until it becomes the norm. And like, I'm here to support people, but don't feel like you need me if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like I was just saying, well, I say this to my clients all the time like that, like, okay. Cause it's, well, when do I need to come back? Yes. I know <laughs> when people ask me, I'm like, or what did you, what did you think? Right, right, right. And I'm always like, I mean, if I have something to share or something I think you need as a home program or whole practice, like I, it'll just come out of me. If I'm quiet, there's nothing you need to know. Like I'm pretty open now about sharing what I get and what people need. Right. I'm like, if nothing comes up, nothing comes up. I don't think you need to exercise. I think you need to do nothing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I love that. I love it. And tune in and you've got this and just, yes. And that's the thing, you know, with all of it, all of the work, like even just with like pleasure fairy, it's like, just do this. If you want extra stuff, (laughs) you know, if you want some other practices, you're still the one doing all of it. If you're, you know, whatever, you can go find it online too. do something different, whatever it is like, just know that you're like congruent with it and that you trust where you're getting the information from and you're listening to yourself and you're trusting yourself. Right. And something with that is like, yes, then reaching out for the support um, when you need that extra support because there are times even with how much like I do emotional clearing. And so I want to talk about that in just a second, but, um, there's been times when I've been so still stuck in a spiral of something that I've needed somebody else to facilitate me yes. through emotional clearing, you know, because it's just this one's hitting all of the triggers. It's bringing up all of the stuff and I've spiraled around it and I've done all of this healing work for myself and I'm still just not getting to the it. And so it's like, then yes, you're going to reach out for support, whether that's through another practitioner, body session, whatever it is. Um, but in that, it made me also think, since the theme here is just the different dimensions, we have our physical body, and that's the third dimension. Then we've got the fourth dimension, and that's our thoughts. And I feel like our emotions can kind of be tied into that one, too. It depends on what type of image you want to create in your mind or look at. And then you have the fifth dimension, and the fifth dimension is where, like, time and numbers and stuff like that don't exist and that's where like the akashic records exist Mm. and so that's a whole nother realm that i like to play in Mm -hmm. that's different and that's going to bring up all of your past lives and things because it's time and space it's like it's where it all connects you know so you don't even in this life you could be having a chronic issue and it's because a past life thinks that it's active right now, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like in that realm because your your soul is sitting there like, but this is the the fear. This is what's true. This is what's happening. But it's 
eons old, you know? And so that's a whole nother dimension that I just thought I'd throw mm-hmm. out there as like a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for when people are doing this type of work, yeah. any, any of this type of work. Yeah, that's cool. That makes me think too of other experiences where I've worked on someone in a session and some experiences or conflicts have come up with a person or a family member and we work on the physical body and they might, you know, talk about it or, um, whatnot. And then just like it changes the relationship in present day. Like the next time they see that person, it's like resolved even though they weren't there. Oh yeah. So it's just like this, like you said, there's, it's the absence of time and space. Like it's just, I know, especially with like birth trauma. I love working in that realm and being able to go back, whether it's rewriting the story and changing the memory Mm -hmm. um, in some way, finding the point of empowerment, just going back in time. It's crazy. And then it's like you come back to present time, the session ends, you go home and like your experience with humans is different. They have all changed because you went back in time and changed. Right. (laughs) It's like time travel. It's crazy. It's so, it's so fascinating. Uh, It's just, I love, I love that stuff and I love it when it comes up and it's so cool to have um, people experience it with you. I'm like, this is so fun. Like this is when, like you said, the game of life. Yeah. Right. It's supposed to be fun. Right. And when did we just get trapped into thinking it's not? And I think that mindset is like the downfall of humanity. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think that's like the, like this consciousness evolution, whatever people want to talk about. Um, sometimes I feel like some of that even gets a little negative and very judgmental. Oh, like yeah. I'm ascended and all this stuff is fake. And um, instead it's just this, all of us learning just to like play and realize that it's real, but none of it's really real. And we can jump timelines yeah. and, do this and that and and just like you were saying with practices like you can come back to it oh yeah like even like like specifically like the jade egg practice I decided like I wanted to jump into that maybe like a year ago so I got the stuff and I did it and it was cool but then I went attended your live class and came at it again and had a whole different level of embodiment right that my body was just like ready for so like it's all good, like wherever you're at. And sometimes it takes a few times to explore or hear about something before you're like, oh yeah, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And we like to talk about when you start to embody something and how good that feels and how awesome it is. And we probably, I don't know if we've had a conversation about that or we probably will in the future yeah. of what that is and what it feels like, but I'm sure you've all been there when yeah. you're like, oh yeah, now this, I get it. And you're mm-hmm. like, ooh, this feels so good. Exactly. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, where are you all at? Which dimensions have you healed on? Have you dreamt yourself into some sort of wholeness ever or resolved conflict in your dreams and all of that stuff? Let us know. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for joining us. You can find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings. Connect with Crystal on her app Pleasure Fairy. Connect with Katie on her website, wellnesswithkatie.com. Enjoy.